top, top. Top, top. It's your boy, Chad Visionary. It's your boy, E-Money Boss, and you're now tuned in to the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Top Top, it's your boy Chad Visionary. It's your boy E-Money Boss, and you're now tuned in to the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. We gonna keep the, we gonna keep the lights down this time. You wanna keep it for a little bit? Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. It started to grow on me when I was watching it last week too. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I like how it starts off. Okay. I like this. You know what I mean? It's like it's vibey. You know, vibey, <laughs> vibey, vibey, vibey things. You know. <laughs> okay. All right, three, two, one. Top, 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 top pill episode thirty nine. Are we on thirty three or thirty nine? No, thirty eight was last week. I remember that. Thirty eight okay, was last week. Yo, <laughs> 39, y'all. Yo, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Top Hill. I'm your boy, E-Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. And I'm your girl, Jamila, with her own boss. Yes, yes. So, yeah, we got 39 episodes deep. You know, we got another good episode for you guys this week. We're going to be uh, talking about a lot of things. You know what I mean? A lot of things happened over this week. But um, first and foremost, I want to talk to my team, how everybody doing, you know? Her own boss was good. Starting with you. Everything is good. Everything is good. Um, glad to be back. Sorry I missed y'all last week. We definitely missed you last week. Definitely. I was still tuned in though, you know. Yes. And yeah, it was a good episode. Good episode. But I'm back. Like I never left. Hey. Of course. I turned 29. Hey. hey. Happy birthday. Oh. I got something for you. I got something for you. I'm after the podcast. I turned 29 <laughs> on September 7th. Hey. Yeah, so it's a good year. Happy good birthday year. again. Yeah, this is like like the transition. Because, you know, I have goals that I want to meet by the time I turn 30. Mm-hmm. So, like, 29 was like, okay. T- the clock is ticking. Yeah. The yep. clock is ticking. So, yeah. Yeah, next year's going to be a big one. You know, we hit that 3-0. Yes. And then, the day after my birthday, guys, I lost my mom. Yeah. I lost my mother. Um, it definitely was a sad experience, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, me and my mom were very, 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 very close. So all I can say, because I don't want to harbor on it too much, is like if your mom is still living, you know, just t- tomorrow is just not a promise. You hear it all the time, and it's so crazy because my mom will always say, like, if the Lord is willing. And my mom passed in her sleep. Yeah. So, like, now I had this whole new outlook about sleep. Like, it's just, like, the craziest shit. Like, you always hear, like, tomorrow's not promised. And as soon as you wake up in the morning, thank God for another day. And it's like, but my mom passed in her sleep. Like, it's literally a big deal to wake up. Absolutely, yeah. Like, to wake up. But I'm so glad COVID didn't get it. Right, yeah. COVID um, didn't get my mom, y'all. Like, (laughs) so that's a good thing. Yeah, fuck COVID. But we're going to miss her. You know, she was an amazing person. I I loved your mother. Uh, She was super high energy um she was a, a fan of top hill and i never got to cool. meet her but i loved her energy when she was yeah, watching our show so always a one always a yeah. one she's gonna be missed but she's also watching on this right now you know what i mean yes you know she's not on instagram or youtube or anything like that she's on the greatest platform right now watching us so right. 
Um, yeah, shout out to her. But yes, moving right along, um, just to piggyback off of that, we're going to be mm-hmm. touching in on some um, some things just about like family deaths and stuff like that mm-hmm. that we need to discuss in the future, just in regards to us growing as a community altogether, because death is not supposed to... I mean, it's always, like, sad, but it doesn't have to be, especially if we're trying to, you know, um, better our future and things like that. There's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, definitely. It's more of a transitioning point. It shouldn't just be an end point. Correct. Um, Chad Visionaire, how about you, man? How was your week? Oh, it was good, man. Can't complain. Just working. Working constantly, yeah. Yeah, I know it's about to get real busy for you, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's been busy, but, you know, this is what I've been preparing for, so... Congratulations too. You know, I see. I know you're getting real booked out here. Oh, you know? uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I've I've been booked up. Yeah. For the past five weeks in a row, so that's that's. Maybe that's one of these days book. you can get top hill in your books. Right. I'm just trying to squeeze myself in the book. Like, like, oh my gosh! Like, I'm trying to kill like a couple birds with one stone. I know, right? I know, right? Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. I, w- I want to do some do something special with all yeah, of us. Yeah, for there. sure. We're supposed to been do that. Right? I know, I know, man. I know, but yeah, we just got we gotta sit down. Maybe we can up. make it a point to do it for our birthday. Hey, that'd be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, because your birthday coming up. There. We're Anybody? all gonna be there. Mm-hmm. You got so a birthday. Your birthday coming up soon. Yeah, Will has a birthday coming up. Will too. has a birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Libra season. You already know what's good, Libras. What's <laughs> up? What's it. up? I don't yeah. know nothing about them. <laughs> you, know, you better learn. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. That's all things should be. Oh, Shout out yeah. Thanos. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you know that WandaVision trailer just dropped for all the Marvel fans out there. I see it. Yeah, it's, it's been over a year and a half since Marvel has released anything, you know, due to the pandemic and everything. Right. Um, so on top of the movies that they have, they got their TV shows that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Okay. So they just released a trailer for that, so... That's a smart move. Yeah, yeah, we, we need more content now. Because yeah, um, nobody trying to drop movies. Well, <laughs> you ain't gonna well, make no money. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Because basically, remember we had this talk um, about Mulan um, yeah. going on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I remember. So apparently that is not doing good at all. Like that, well, I just heard that was just a bad movie. Yeah, I heard too. I yeah. heard that movie was bad. I, I mean, first of all, Mulan, Mulan was a dope Disney classic. Oh my god, you know that was I mean? one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a dope Disney classic. But as soon as I heard that my man Mushu not in this genre, I was like, "How you gonna take out Mushu?" Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then you know the, the the little talking cricket ain't gonna be in the genre. And then there's no singing, there's no dancing, there's no nothing. It's so what just, are we doing here? It's, just it's, it's. I heard it was bad. I heard it was this. It's supposed to be a live action. More real life, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's, that's what they were trying to go for. But Disney, when they when they do their live action movies, like it's really hit or miss. You know what I mean? Like them Jones, like Lion King. Was Lion King like? Because I never seen Lion King was trash. The new Lion King to me was trash. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know how they made the movie shorter, but felt longer. The original to me was just a way better movie. Um, the new one felt really rushed. I was like. Don't rush the Lion King, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, yeah, Dis- mm-hmm. the Disney Plus, um, they experimented with doing Mulan um, as an exclusive release to see if they possibly could do more movies mm-hmm. um, that come out on the on the platform. But that one bombed really badly. Jeez. But then you got another movie, like Tenet, that came out in theaters. They took a risk. 
of being one of the first major blockbuster movies coming out during the pandemic, during the yeah. pandemic. Okay. and it's doing extremely well. Oh, really? It's doing extremely well. Um, that's the movie featuring uh, Denzel Washington's son. Okay. Um, damn, I forgot his name. I think it's Denzel Denzel's Washington's son. Um, oh, so he's in the acting now? How old is he? He's been acting. He did uh, Black Klansman. Um, oh, that's him? Yeah. I didn't know. Um, but the movie was really good. I went to see it. Um, his name is John David Washington. Look at his uh, face. How many people can be in the theater at a time? Um, they have it spaced out. So you know how most movie theaters have like assigned seating? Yeah. Um, so basically like all, the, you can't be like next to people like that. So it's like four seats in, in between? Oh, that's or, his yeah. son. Mm-hmm. Um, is he in that show I just Let started watching last night? I just started oh, watching the show last night. The TV series, Bosch. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's not it. It was on Stars. Like um, Ambitious or something like that with the autumn black actors. He looked like the dude that's in it. Yeah, but he was in Black Klansman. You know, you remember that afro. Um, okay. But he did an amazing job. That movie was incredible. Uh-huh. Um, it was... I liked it because it's a thinking movie. I like movies that keep me engaged and keep oh, me, right. you know, moving. Just it's It's very much like Inception. Um, Still haven't seen it. I just watched I it. I did just watch <laughs> you watched it. it. I watched it when I was. Is it, it, is it on Netflix? No, it was on Prime. It's Prime. Uh, what do you okay. think of it? The same thing I thought the first time. It's, it wasn't as interesting <laughs> as I guess because I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still good. Chad, watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. I am. Watch it. If not, watch this. Like Tenet was. Tenet was really good. It was a really good movie. Um, so yeah, I'm ready for the movies to like come back again. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm waiting for that Black Widow movie. Um, I'm Marvel. definitely waiting on that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready for yeah. uh, I'm ready for us to get back to normal with that shit. But yeah, that's the movies. Uh, what else going on, guys? We got music to talk about. Yeah, Sean just dropped the tape. Hey, man. Young on, Hefe man. on home stop, team, stop. home base. Young Hefe stop. Street, <laughs> Lizzie Gay. Lizzie Gay. Hey, you got the two. You got the two. <laughs> I realized that I really was liking Shy Glizzy at a point in time where I was like really young, and mm. sh- he's just not doing it for me no more. Really? He's not doing it for me no more. I remember, and I listened to some old Shy Glizzy, mm. and I don't love it like I used to love it. Like songs oh, that I really God. felt like had me pumped. Uh, I I feel I feel pumped to this album. To be honest with really? you, like, I, I felt like. I mean, obviously, it's it's a time and place for for listening to this music. But me listening to to this album in the car was like perfect. Like, yeah, I only listened to it in the car. And mm-hmm. Ryan told me he was like, "You gonna listen to this album until you like it, huh?" <laughs> I tried to you get tried into to like it, it because it was Shaq Lizzy. Like, y'all yeah. don't understand. Like, I really tried. There were songs on there that I liked. Um, like that second, the first song came on real hard, liked it. Yeah, the, the second one with Meek Mill, Meek Mill killed yeah, it, and then Glizzy let me down. Like shy, really? Like <laughs> no, he followed up with that paint the town red. Uh, it fired me too. I don't even remember it. I like that. <gasps> but I remember the next song. Of course, yeah, right because it got Uzi on it. Right. Okay. <laughs> paint the town. Play, play that. Paint the town. Paint the town red. Let me. Uh, I like Okay, I like that joint. 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 I like that joint
old Gucci. I like the new Gucci. Same thing with Shy. I just felt like he progressed more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it made me go back to his older music. Like, now I'm starting to appreciate his older music, but I love the old Shy. Because I'm an album person. Yeah. And the last two albums that he did before this, I'm cranking. Right. I like it. This is It's more versatile for me. And I think with this, too, this is also Young Hefe 3. You know what I mean? So it's it's okay. the third installment of the Young Hefe, you know, trilogy. So, Much more mature. Even looking yeah. at the, the uh, track titles and things like that, mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about Old Shot Glizzy, a lot of drugs, violence, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? I loved it. Uh, it was like, <laughs> but I was also young, like yeah, you know what I'm saying. True, so true. now this shot glizzy, it's like same sound. I mean, and then that that shit is still the same. Um, but couple songs on here, cool. I'm glad you're maturing. I'm glad you made some money out shit, here. Yeah. I'm only giving you a second chance because you're from the DMV, but you just <laughs> it just wasn't the shot glizzy. For yeah, me. it wasn't for you. I What's your favorite it. song on the album? Hamilton with um, Three glizzy. Glizzy, yeah, that drink. Don't remember it either. That joint was a banger. And then and the I first song was strong. Like but I'm not said. saying, I probably remember what I hear. Okay, I remember Man, I... And I like the one with Lil Uzi. I think that yeah, was the least single. This is the one I keep going back to right now, but I, I haven't had a chance to really listen to the whole album all the way through. So okay. I'm gonna I'm get I'm gonna listen to it all the way through again and then pick out my favorite track. But right now I keep bumping this right or wrong job featuring Lil Uzi. That's what I like about like, it. Yeah, it's him. Like. See, when Shy Glizzy come on like song, no you know. old trap music of what I'm coming to find out. Like, you didn't like old Gucci. You didn't like old Shy. That's, that's you was too young. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I, I was, was just really so into it. was in the backpack rap. Yeah, I that's love backpack. It was a backpack rap uh, yeah. wave during that time. The, the cutties and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, so um, y'all was, see, I was like, couldn't get with that shit. <laughs> it was going too we slow We was in private school, so we wasn't yeah, around hood was niggas like that. Yeah, in a environment. Like, yeah. yeah, like, no. I was really like... I used to start getting tested all the time I went to a public school. When I went to the play there. And it was like... Oh, yeah, when them niggas got off the... They was like, yeah, what the yeah. hell you listening to, bro? <laughs> so I was like, hey, what are y'all nice. listening to? Like, right. I had to we switch ratchet. it up a little bit. Hey. <laughs> Um, but I I do like this um, project. I, I do see a little bit of growth in Chuck Lizzy. I like the feature selection on here too. When I saw that Meek Mill was on here and Uzi was on here, he got Jeremiah Ty Dolla Sign on here. Yeah, you know him and Meek. They, they weren't like odd to even yeah. see on the track titles either. Like they don't look weird. It doesn't look weird, at all. right? Exactly. And then it didn't feel like they robbed him of his project. It still felt very much a Chuck Lizzy song. Yeah, yeah. song. Yes. Featuring and that's and that's hard to do, especially with big names like Mika and Uzi on your track. You know, Mika and Shy are pretty close. I didn't know that. Yeah, they always hang out. I did not know that. But they got a, a similar type of Stuff, uh, swag. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely do. I I enjoy this record um, so far, so I'm, I'm gonna listen to some more and uh, yeah, maybe it might be in my rotation. Okay. Um. But that new Alicia Keys, though. Like, uh, <laughs> y'all gotta listen to I ain't gonna lie, I forgot about that. I listened to it, though. You did listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. What'd you think of it? It was cool. Um, it was different from what she usually do. I think she's trying to, you know, take a new path. You know, <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's, it's, 
I'm not a big Alicia Keys fan, you know what I mean? Really? I thought you would love Alicia Keys. I love Alicia Keys, but... It's the R&B head. Right. I just love certain songs by her, like, album-wise. What was the song with this album that you can't remember? The one with Miguel. I think it's Show Me Your that Love. That song is, like, a year and a half old. Yeah, that's that's the best that's song my, That was my favorite song, like, literally a year and a half ago that's, when nobody was listening to it. Yeah, that's the best song on there, though. It is. <laughs> I played that song to death. Yeah, there's another one I really like. Hold on, let this joint play for a minute. Oh, uh, that joint go. Copyright. So, <laughs> another thing I remember is I didn't like the first half of the album. I like the ending. After that song, that's mm-hmm. when I started liking it. It's a lot of tracks on here. 15, yeah, it's a lot of tracks. 15 tracks. Um, Were the other songs in that same vibe of that song? Kind of, yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, now it's starting to be, it was a little bit more upbeat too. Because the first half was like, dang, this joint is super slow. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not looking forward to it. Like, I would probably force myself to listen to this. Because I, I heard the single, I heard Underdog, didn't really care for that. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for Underdog. And then, like you said, this this song with Miguel came out, like, forever ago. Like, I hate it when albums come out with old-ass songs on there, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear a fresh body of work. Yeah, because when um, I heard this song, I was expecting an album to come afterwards. Right I was like, is yeah, it, it was, Miguel's album? It was like, a pre-order for a longest It was. Time. Like, I've been seeing this, like, chilling, like, coming soon, coming yeah. soon, like, right when. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if the pandemic has stuff to do with it or anything like that, but I don't know. Oh, I, I just remember I do like the song with... Um, Snow. Snow. I, yeah. I, I already knew that was I think that was perfect. And then I seen, <laughs> little, I seen her name on it. I'm like, I'm surprised. Yeah, they were perfect right. together. They were perfect. All right. And he got, that was she a got Jill Scott on here, too? That was good, too. Probably dope. Because she redid uh, one of Jill Scott's song. Oh. So that was dope. Mm. But yeah, other than that, it was it was decent. It's not something I would go back to. I'm not going to lie. That's unfortunate. I can tell by the cornrows on the cover. Of Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I looked just like that yesterday. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this morning too, matter. Of- <laughs> hey, yo, rap life had a live um, concert with Nas, Wale, Rhapsody, and Lil Baby. I'm it's mad. What? Who Wale? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did send me that. Yeah. Oh, it was yesterday. Oh, I, I meant to see that too. I'm, I'm just glad that they're giving Wale some shine on here, man. He's, he's right under Nas. Um, then rap. Rhapsody and Lil Baby. And I think they performed this at Howard. Oh, yeah, live at Howard. Um, so they got a song together? No, nah, they got, um, they did a live uh, concert or something. Oh, uh, okay. Rap Life Live at Howard University. Huh. Oh, or maybe, I don't know what they did. I thought they did a live jump. It's oh, funny. He had a project too, though, didn't he? Well, yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. He dropped this jump. Um, shoot, what was the name of it? I'm going to look it up. It's like a little EP, but that jump was fire. Well, Wale did? Yeah, it was an EP. It was like right when... It's called The Imperfect Storm. And that what, has... What's a, the album cover look like? It has like a car on fire. It's like a real... Oh, car yeah, thing. okay. I remember that. Some, definitely some dope uh, music on here, too. Like, we talked about this, I think, before. Yeah, we did. Um, it's crazy that you just brought Nas and Wale up. Cause I just listened to a song with them together. Oh, really? A new song? No, it's old, but... They sound good together, bro. Yeah. It's weird. I'm just glad that people are starting to show Wale some some love and some respect, man. Um, he sounds really good right now. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next Wale project because he went off on that Big Sean uh, 
Yeah, he right. did. That's what I I want more of that Wale. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I appreciate the poetry and the R and B, but I need that I need that rapping Wale. Just give me straight rap Wale. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. I like the mix. That's what makes Wale Wale. Yeah, females love it. Females love Joint like she, when she remixed it with Twenty One Savage. Like Wale would have been perfect oh, yeah. for that song. I was so pissed off with Twenty One. Mm. I wish I could hear the remix. It's horrible. <laughs> How Wait, was, you said Twenty One Savage Joint? So he was on it? On the oh, red, no, they no, made no, a video and they made a video. video. Oh no, gross. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even fit that. <laughs> Wale would have been yeah, perfect. When I tell you I could hear him when I heard the song, I was like, oh, I was, and I was even thinking it. I was like, oh, Wale would sound so good on this. And then 21 came out like a couple weeks later. I was like, oh, no. But you know, that, that's, that's what they want to do. They want to throw a little spin move on you. Like, yeah, they expected Wale, so we're going to throw that Savage on here to, like, throw you off. But it's going to be That tight. works. It was unnecessary. It was yeah. like Alicia Keys and 21 Savage. Like, that looks weird on yeah. a track. Like, what? That only works sometimes. I'm trying to think of a track that somebody did that. I was like, oh, that actually worked. But I didn't expect it. I can't think of it right now. Oh, no, it comes to me. Um, Any other new music that dropped this week? Honestly, I, I didn't see anything that really sucked I out that much. I've seen Action Bronson drop some. I don't really listen to him. I though. never got into Action Bronson. Like, the white Rick Ross, I never got into him. Man. No, he's a white Ghostface killer. Oh, for real? Yeah, he sounds just like him. And Ghostface don't like him at all. Don't sound like I want to listen to either one of them. <laughs> Ghostface Killer is a legend. He's actually on my like top ten. If you like that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, the shade that you throw all the time. Like, hey, I need to give you a Ghostface Killer album. Yeah. Uh, we'll make you listen that's to That's that old, old. I wish about it. I know, right? It don't even sound right. Like, I'm just sitting here imagining me with my AirPods on. And somebody's like, what are you listening to? Uh, Ghostface, Ghostface Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better show some respect to Ghostface, man. Oh, man. You don't listen to Ghostface? Oh, y'all tripping. You is tripping. Alright. So I'm good off the music right here. This really wasn't nothing. Um, Something else, Jaw. I can't think of it right now. You know oh, Lil Dirt. The Voice. Oh, we covered that we last. Co- we covered that last. Nah, I'm still moving it. Yeah, I don't fire. I don't fire. I'm, I'm ready for that Lil Dirt album coming yeah. out. Yeah, Lil Dirt sounded good. Um, what's new in the news? I know we talk about him a lot. Kanye Gimber. Bro. I'm tired of this nigga now. <laughs> you, 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 you tired of Kanye? Nah, oh, what he do I didn't, I'm out of the he do now? Uh, he was going off on, on Twitter as usual. Uh, you see, equal. that's the first thing yeah. I have. Right, yeah. I'm like, let me find out what my man's talking about. Yeah, I ain't keep up with it this time. Um, you know, a lot of people, have you seen the meme going around talking about how Jay-Z sold Kanye's royalties? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, like I saw that. that. So Kanye came back and tweeted, like, stop trying to pin me against my brother, like, we good. Oh, he you spoke know, out on that? Yeah, he spoke mm-hmm. out on that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he done if he did that. Yeah. But Jay-Z's, Kanye, like, the shadiest person, I ain't gonna hold you. No, he's not shady, he's a businessman. Like, he's just, it's just more business. Like, we gotta think, we're, for the first time, we're witnessing... Two men in the culture that are billionaires. Mm. Billionaires. Okay. Yeah. Their conversations, their interactions, their engagement is going to be different than what we're used to, what we're experienced on our level. And we're seeing it firsthand. Mm. Kanye Kanye tweeted, I'm the second richest black man in America. Like, that's crazy. You know, yeah. like Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Beyonce moved like presidents. It was like presidents of King and Queens moved. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know, man. Something about that ain't right. What ain't right? I don't know. It just don't make sense. He's still shady, Bobby. I, <laughs> I just look at what you want. I, I think I think he was just. Well, it's not really proven that like he sold Kanye's royalties, so right. that didn't come out. Yeah, I don't he know that for on sure. On the outside, running our mouth, putting our two cents in. Right. But I just look at like the beginning of his career, like even before his career. Like I know you know the story when he shot his own brother. Mm-hmm. It's just like. All that transpired with the Rockefeller with Damon Dash, mm-hmm. and then stuff early in his career what he did with Kanye. It's yeah. just he did a lot of people dirty, but but look where he's at now. Yeah, we <laughs> it's like now. I mean, you know, no shade to those the people that you know he might have affected during his his moves or his transitions, but he was thinking for the best for himself. You yeah. know what I mean? He was. He, it's nothing wrong with being selfish for yourself for a little bit. You know what I mean? For a greater cause. You know what I mean? As long as you are doing something for a greater cause. So, um... I'm sitting here looking at a tweet that um, Kanye uh, posted. Oh, let us have it. Um, He was like, this is a call for all artists to unify. I will get my masters. I got the most powerful lawyer in music and I can afford them, but every artist must be freed and treated fairly. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's like... I ain't even got a beef with him because the business is the business. It's not even personal. We just gonna let our lawyers do our shit, but what about everybody else that's getting work? Like... Right, and that's what he was saying, too. Like, he wants to see everybody's uh, contract. He's like, this shit's got to stop. This shit's modern-day slavery. All this stuff. Like, his lawyer was saying, like, if Taylor Swift's royalties cost, like, $300 million, mm-hmm. so if her royalties cost this, like, imagine how much yours is going to cost. Right. But they're not trying to give Kanye the information of how much it right. is because they know he can buy it. Yeah. And by Kanye getting his master, like, that's putting him in just a, a bubble way past you know what yeah, I mean definitely. so Kanye knows what he's doing he's not he's not this crazy person that people think that he is like mm. he went from somebody who was in debt broke asking for money now he's his net worth is five billion dollars yeah, it's mm. crazy five billion dollars <laughs> he's getting everything that he manifested yeah. way back then he's a futurist like he, when he says stuff right now he really is speaking Ten years ahead. In the, ten years so what y'all gonna do when he president in a couple years? I'm on board. Kanye twenty twenty four. Hey, I'm I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't really care about Kanye for president or president. I'm just period. saying we speaking on him being a futurist. And, uh-huh. You know, he has the money for the campaign, and maybe he's like getting his feet wet now. He's like, now I really know how I'm about to do this in ten right. years. Or whatever the case may be. I prefer Kanye to continue what he's doing right now. I feel like he can get a lot of stuff done outside of the presidential hustle and bustle and all that kind of stuff. I feel like by him going into that bag, like he feels like he can get some stuff done. But the president is really a puppet to whatever you know the government is really going to do. So. Kanye being in there is just going to be turning up on people. And yeah, he's not going to be bad. He's going to be the yeah. black Donald Trump. Y'all, I'm trying to tell yeah. that that's what Obama was supposed to do. <laughs> but he we would have never got that. We, we, we don't never. never we always got to, you know, put on ears for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obama came in there and did what we do at, at our damn job. Yeah, exactly. I wanted Obama to be black at work. He was just trying to please everybody. Yeah, like this is the one time you're the most powerful person in the world and you still feel like you got to put your white voice on. <laughs> Don't let me become the president guy. He wasn't woke yet. <laughs> nah, I know he, Obama sent that nah, listen to music like, damn. Nah, but Obama's last term, he started to turn up a little bit. He was like, all right, y'all. We're going to get ready. We're going to put a basketball court in the backyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why was he so pussy the entire time? 
Now Lupe don't look so crazy to me because that reminds me of when he went off talking about Obama was a terrorist or whatever. But a lot of stuff he said mm-hmm. in that interview, I don't know if you've seen it. Which one? Who, who's Lupe Fiasco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, a lot yeah. of stuff he was saying was true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, it was ahead of his time, too. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Obama was a part of the Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party has agendas. Yeah. It's like the Republican Party has agendas. The thing with Kanye is he's trying to have his own separate party where he doesn't have to play by those rules. He being a nigga because at the end of the day, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, we don't have nothing to do with being Republican and being Democratic or conservative. It doesn't matter what the party is. Us being black don't have nothing to do with that. We wasn't founded on none of that. We didn't help create none of these systems. And Kanye is doing what I wish Obama would have just... do your job black. Like, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. show up on... Just do your best black version, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Show up on time. Look good. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever come to work all... Yeah, don't have your I th- kids I think that both nappy. is necessary, though. I think both is necessary because you got some ignorant-ass people out there who doesn't... Who don't believe that black people are civil or can do things exactly. like Obama. So I think they needed to see that kind of representation. Be like, oh, they're they're human. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> they're human. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but we... you'd be surprised how many white people haven't been around black people. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's crazy. a fact. That's a fact, bro. Like, I remember, like, when I was in school, uh, like, in high school, this one white guy, he came up to me, he was like, we were cool. We were cool. He was like super redneck, you know, super Talk country. Yeah, uh, super country dude. And you know, one day he was just like, "Damn, Ma, you're you're really cool, man. Like, don't take this the wrong way or nothing like that. But you know, you're the first black person I ever had a conversation with, and I I uh, had no idea that you you all are like kind of just like us. I'm like, yeah, like, but their perception is so different. You know, what I mean, these people are are fed a certain yeah. Thing from the house and from their education, and if you're not around something, you just you just don't know. You mm-hmm. just you just oblivious. So because you know, putting on our white voice and stuff like that, like we shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, the white we voice should be that. able to be ourselves. Make let's make them put on their nigger voices. But see, <laughs> right? But see, without offending us, like you know, we don't offend them when we confide to their like culture. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that, that's that's doing? the biggest problem though, because we're we're in a very weird space. In this country, you know what I mean? We're the only people in this country that did not choose to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody chose to be here except for us. Continue to come. Right. You know, came to build wealth, you know what I mean? For the people who said we have a fair start. Literally, there's, you know, the, the American government went to Ireland, went to mm-hmm. to Italy, went to all these places in Europe. Be like, hey, you come to America, we'll give you this amount of land if you just grow potatoes for us. <laughs> or if you just, if you herd buffalo for us. Or mm-hmm. if you made this for us. Mm. But for us, we built the entire nation for you. We didn't get nothing back. And we were we were told we were going to get 40 acres in the middle. Every time I even hit, like, I just get angry. I can't really just stop <laughs> yeah, talking it's, about it's this real, shit. I, I, know, I really hate it. Really I, get, like, I, get, I get angry every time I think like, about wait, it. I'm just like, the nearest white person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, I don't know. I'm I cannot right now. But it's just like I don't, and I don't have 
mad at these real, this is not a real feeling that I feel about them, but when I talk about it, it's just like this, I feel like the Hulk, like I'm just ready to go crazy. I remember the first time I saw 12 Years of Slave at the movie theater, I saw it with my dad. At the end of that movie, like everybody got up and was like, nobody got up, I'm sorry, like the movie ended and people just stood in the seats just like... And me and my dad, I think, were the only black people in the movie theaters at the time. And just people, the white people just looking at us just like, man, we're, 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 we're sorry. Just heads down. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, how do I put this? This is a dark truth that America does not want to bring to light yet. Like then they, the I don't think I'm ready for it to come to light. I didn't know. It, it I don't get it. Like every time I even think about it, I just get like, like my blood pressure up right now. Ain't nobody <laughs> made me mad. Now, I know I'm, I'm getting riled up too, but like it's a conversation that needs to be had. Like they had this conversation with. Um, the Chinese Americans, with the Japanese Americans, right. with the Native Americans. They had it with the Jews and for the Holocaust, and that didn't even happen on American soil. They gave reparations to all of these groups of people. But you're saying that 400 years of slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, mass incarceration, mm-hmm. for the past five to 600 years since you guys touched our shores... The first 500, 600 years, when you touched those African shores, we did nothing but greet you with love, greet you with all all these things, like just showing you abundance and stuff. Even when you came over here, you dealt with the Native Americans. They just showed you nothing but love. When Columbus came to the Bahamas, not America, but when he landed in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. they fed him, they showed him around the island, they did all this things. They are some bastards. Like, why the fuck like, would you ever? <laughs> like, why would you ever? And, and here we are celebrating this man and you got the nerve to clutch your motherfucking purse when we walk past. <laughs> right, right. It's, 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 it's like, crazy. So we we are looked at as the as the upper as the hyper violent people, right? We're looked mm-hmm. at as, as dangerous or criminals or super predators or whatever they want to call us. But y'all are the most ruthless motherfuckers that ever touched this planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, the from the wars, from the slavery, from the colonization. This is like my, I want we need to change subject. Yeah. <laughs> this is out of pocket. Colonization is the most nastiest word I ever heard in my life. Like when you hear colonization, like oh, colon, oh colonial colon. No, look up really what they did during <laughs> colonization. They went to these African uh, places and say, yeah, fuck everything that you're doing here. You're gonna speak this language. We're gonna be put, putting buildings up over here. You're gonna go on, you're gonna speak uh, this language. You're gonna have this religion. You're gonna have this culture. We're gonna take this wealth from you. You're gonna be. Th- they just took over everything. And the only people in, and and this is why I have a lot of respect for Asian people, the Asian culture. Asian people were not fucking having it. <laughs> like the Chinese, like they're like, nah, fuck you, Buddha, yeah. bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's not about to bring that shit over here. <laughs> like, Buddha. <laughs> you know, they got. And it. we left them alone, oh, and they just been cooking. They right. cooking. Like right. they are still in the kitchen, like yeah. sleep, like. Like when America bombed Hiroshima in Japan, that country should be a third world country right now. Let's not get it. Japan is an amazing, amazing success story because they had an atomic bomb put on their island. They have tsunamis all the time. Mm-hmm. But these people are relentless. They they just they didn't care, they kept building. They just they didn't they have no excuses. They didn't blame it on anybody. They didn't care that white people didn't like them or they tried to kill them and stuff like that. They took they took necessary action to build a great nation on their own by themselves. 
You know what I mean? J- Japan is 98% Japanese. <laughs> you know what I mean? China's doing the same thing, but people are going to argue, you know, you know, colonial, uh, what's it, uh, communism and socialism, all that stuff. I don't want to get into all that. But I'm I don't just, have a problem with none of that because, let the truth be told, America just got way too much freedom. Is it too much freedom? Way or too is much. It... Way too much. Way I don't think, much it's, I think rules, it's freedom. Because the rules that, I mean, we really don't have real freedom. I don't but feel free freedom, with the But the time. freedoms that we are allowed are freedoms that other countries are not. Right. You talk like freedom of speech? And, yeah. Yeah. Just just from day to day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we are able to say, do, go, be, wear. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that is not it in a lot of countries. Yeah. In the right. majority of countries. You know what I'm saying? Those are little things that we take for granted. Just being right. able to wear what we want to wear. That's true. That's you know true. what I'm saying? For you to be able to walk down the street and see a big booty bitch. Like, that is not like that yeah, in a lot of countries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just not. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we're not really free, but the freedoms that we are allowed. There's levels to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like with the communism thing like that. Like, they just have really strict rules in place, but it's really... Projecting them into a, a, a stable, stable position. Yeah, like, it's like some real leadership. It's like, you might not want to hear it, and I, I don't want it to be a communist yeah, I don't wanna... nation here, but that's only because I'm so spoiled and used to what it is that I know now. And but... my thing is, how much progress can this country really make with a leader only having four years um, and maximum eight years if he gets reelected? How much impact, how much change can really happen if this country really, if people really want change, right, or hope for a change or want things to get better, there's so much deep-rooted shit that has to get fixed that, okay, one president might be with the shit, it might be trying to help do a little shit, but the next president can come in and say, like, nah, fuck that. Because yeah. that's exactly what happened when, when the slaves got free, when we were supposed to get what we were supposed to get. The next president came in and said, like, nah, fuck y'all. Like, he just, just yeah. like that. And then just like that, the entire, everything changed. But even though that person said, fuck that, we, we had the greatest incline in our economy because we dealt with ourselves. And I, and, the, and I like that right now in 2020, I see a lot of black businesses, um, people searching for black businesses, trying to support black businesses, I love the fact that that wave is, is starting to come back up, you know, because the longest time we weren't dealing with each other, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because we always right. felt like other people had better services than us. And I'm glad that that myth is being debunked now. But we need to I don't get think really it's really being debunked. I think we're just giving each other a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's keep it 100. Like, at uh, least for me, okay. it's like I know why I didn't deal with some businesses. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know what, now that we are at least trying to do better okay let me try to get in while they're getting is good and i can support yeah. y'all the older generation is still having a hard time with it yeah. yes yes they i had conversations with some older people they still like no, yeah. i don't want to support them. you know how black people are yeah right? yeah I, I i hear that from from certain age group of people too and mm-hmm. i'm just like that that demographic right there, like it's all a part of history right yeah. like it's they did that on purpose because their their generation was all designed to integrate because they were, because before they were segregated, so they they thought the integration was the answer, the key. Everybody get equal quality, equal justice under the law, equal this. So that was their whole goal. Mm-hmm. And now that that we had it, we thought it was equal. We uh, we thought it was equal. Excuse me, <clears throat> but it's not really equal. They had those hidden, those hidden things underneath the surface that is not being projected out, like redlining. Like, mm-hmm. so many people had no clue what red... And some people still today have no clue what redlining is. So, I mean, I have people really think that, like, 
what's what's the issue with black people today? Why they living in the ghetto or why is predominantly poor doing crime and stuff like this? Like you have no idea why things are the way they are. You just think that oh, just black people just just all just ended up in the projects and the projects just became the the way it was just by chance. Right. No, like before you guys bombed the shit out of us in Tulsa and did all these things in in, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, all these other Black Wall Streets across the country that we were flourishing um, in, that you guys got jealous, your ancestors got jealous, we were doing fine. Mm -hmm. But it's once we started integrating, the black businesses started to die during that time. Makes sense. So. One of my clients just told me, her mom dropped her off. uh, I asked her, like, your mom get her nails? And she was like, yeah, but she said she doesn't want to come in anybody's house um, during the pandemic. She Mm -hmm. still goes to the shop. I'm like, she goes to the shop. Or what exactly? <laughs> right? Like, right. like that's what, even worse. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Worse, yeah. So I'm like, she was like, she just, she doesn't think that it's gonna be clean or something. She said, I told her that it is, but I'm just like, I didn't take any offense to it. I was just right. like, in your head, you come up with that the Asian shop, the traditional shops, excuse me, right. are more cleanly than me. Right. Okay. Okay, right. when we already know, like, we're so used to the culture of them not changing out anything, not them not cleaning anything, it being visually dirty when we go in these establishments and we accept it and kind of act like we don't see it or we don't know that it's going on. Right. But for some odd reason, you had this conception in your head that if you come into my house, that it's mm, going to be that's worse. Crazy. Right. What? But see, people have to understand, like, people like you and your business, like, you are a premium black business like you care about what you do and your work and stuff like that and so when when other people in other cultures have a business and they come into your neighborhood they don't have to give you that a1 premier service to you they're not really serving you what they're doing is they're they're taking your money mm-hmm. it's, a transaction. it's a transaction and they're taking your money and provi- providing for their family back in whatever country they're in and it's a cycle it's a cycle. But for us, you know, we look at it as like, nah, I'm, I'm going to go here because this is what I'm comfortable with or I trust them to do this or do that. When they just, it's just a transaction. But you got people like Jamila who's actually cares about her clients, cares about stuff like that and, and puts in the extra uh, work ethic. And now, there needs to be more business owners like you as well, too. You know what I mean? People, black people, when you have a business, like you need to take pride in your business. You need to take pride in your community. Take pride in what you represent and 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 really adjust it like what what are you doing this for? Because it, I think that this really is the key to unlocking a lot of our issues is ownership, um, owning our own businesses, owning our own way, not having to worry about you know uh, asking for a check for from the government or asking a check from right. from a, a, a not business. Not looking for a like handout, that. period. Yeah, not looking for working handout. for what it is that you want. This is something I was just having a conversation with a couple people. Um, us as like black people, we don't have confidence in ourselves. Like, yeah. Yeah. and that's the part that really like blows me. I see a lot of people. Oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work for myself. Da, 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 da. Like that's always the goal, not to have a boss. But that's just in the perfect world. We just don't want to be. We don't like discipline. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, I know I don't like discipline. I have to, of course, and. Imp- impose it on my own life just so that things can go a certain way but we don't believe in ourselves because every time I see somebody start a business so often I see everyone say oh like soon as they start a business it's doing well they're getting orders everything is going exactly how they could ever imagine but they still got their kids and they're nine to five or whatever the case may be now all of a sudden they need a break 
Mm-hmm. I need a break. I need to go back to being a mom. Uh, I got to rebrand. I got to... Like, as soon as things start popping, you want to self-sabotage. Yeah. We have got to stop saying that this is what we want and not not grinding for it. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Self-sabotage is We have got to stop taking breaks when things start getting hectic. Mm-hmm. It's no break time in this grinding, in this business and entrepreneurship. Like It gets nasty. It gets stressful. You have to be willing to do what nobody else is willing to do to make your business flourish. Right. Mm-hmm. And look for some mentorship, too. Like Look for some guidance. Don't feel like you have to do everything on your own or like you're... Or nobody cares because there's there's people out here who want to see you be successful. Yeah, they're out there. Yeah, because the successful people, the real true successful people out there, they want to see more people successful. They want to they want to have because what's the point of having you know just one billionaire? You right. know, or, or you know, what I mean, we need we need multiple um, people doing this kind of stuff. We don't know how to ask for help. We don't. Pride is crazy. Pride is yeah, crazy definitely. in our community. It really is. Um, but even even going back to that, like I think about Nick Cannon's situation with the whole wild now. This is something that this man created, his his greatest asset, and they just took it from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they didn't agree with something that he said on something else. I don't want nobody to have that kind of power over me like All that. Right. You know what I mean? That's not that's just not right. But that's but that's how they are though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He might have signed up a fucked up deal, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. But this is the whole reason why we need to have our own shit. Mm-hmm. Places like Revolt TV, people, uh, the Tyler Perry Studios. These are why those wins are so important. Um, and I love the fact that as soon as I was thinking about that, when I saw it happen, Diddy was in Nick Cannon's comments like, yo, I got you in Revolt. Just let me know. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, th- and that's how it should be. We need to have each other's back. We need to really come together and unify. Like, look, we did this integration thing. We got some great allies too. I don't want to make it seem like we're just bashing white people on this on this podcast <laughs> either. Like, like we got some some dope allies. You know what I mean? And dope. We oh my god, so many of my clients are white. Like, yeah. that's why I have to stop talking about it because it takes me to a bad place yeah. when it comes to them. And I'm like, they aren't all that bad. No, and, they, and a lot of them just want to understand too. Like, I one of my best friends is white, and he comes to me for guidance and, and stuff too because he wants to understand. He wants to learn stuff too. And we learn from each other, you know what I mean? And there's some points that he understands, but I remember when I, when I watch 12 Years of Slave, when I see movies like that, I was like, Brand, I can't talk to you yet. <laughs> I'm like, I need a moment. <laughs> I need a moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, man, like, we, we need to get back into unifying ourselves and owning our own shit so that way we don't have to worry about stuff like that happening, you know what I mean? Don't have to ask anybody for anything, anything. else. Anything. You're not compromising anybody's brand by standing up for what you believe in. Because that's really what the issue, like, comes in when it, like, Nick Cannon and stuff like that. It's not even whether they agree or not, but when it comes to branding, if I have a brand and I put you, uh, you work for me, whatever the case may be, and your views are different than my personal views, yeah. at this point in time, it's going to look as though your views are a part of my brand. Whether I agree with you personally or not, it doesn't work with the business. Right. right. And then it's like... It's fucked up, but at the same time, that's not our shit to be even crying about. Right, and my thing is, like, they took Wildin' Out from him, and he said it on his own personal podcast, you know what I mean? Like, that's the crazy shit, you know what I mean? But, hey, you live, you learn. But, hey, this is a good segue, another topic I just thought about. Uh Uh, Congratulations to the Joe Budden podcast. They uh, just finished their last uh, day contract with Spotify. Okay. Yeah, so they are... Congratulations. They are free. (laughs) Free, yes. (laughs) 
Um, if you guys don't know, like Joe Budden has one of the most popular um, podcasts, culture podcasts out there, and they had a two-year contract with Spotify, and um, pretty much the relationship with them just got real sour. Um, the market was different at the time when they first signed it. Like podcasts weren't popping like they are right now. Like everybody wants a podcast now, right. and they saw how successful his podcast was. It was number one, you know, two years in a row. Um, so they just started grabbing celebrities like, hey, this celebrity, you want to do a podcast? You want to do a podcast? And they, what they were finding out is that just because somebody's famous or a celebrity doesn't make for good podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like, podcasting is its own art in itself, you know. Um, so they found that out quickly. But um, they had issues. Uh, Joe Butter had issues with Spotify. They decided not to sign another deal uh, with Spotify, even though they offered them a lot of fucking money. But they uh, believed in themselves. Yes. <laughs> they believed in themselves. They they know their, they feel like they know their own value. Mm-hmm. They have more control. But, because basically, the money was the problem. But from what they said, is like they were going to offer them a crazy dumb amount of money. But in return, they want everything from them. So of not, course. not just the podcast, Joe Always Budden. Joe Budden, we we want not only your podcast, but we want your pull-ups that you do. We want your State of the Culture show. We want, if you go on Love & Hip Hop, we want that. We want your YouTube. We, we want, want you. We, we want, want exactly. you. We want you. Sell your soul. Sell you. your soul. The 360 deal that everybody talks about. Yeah. Now, for some people, that deal will, will work out for people, Because you're right? going to get more deals that you would have ever gotten to begin right. with. And right. that's, that's if you don't come with a strong brand within itself. But right. they built something from the ground, ground up. up. Exactly. Like, so, how are you going to take that from me? And the fact that they even tried that shit. Right. Like, let's keep thinking that niggas is that dumb. Right. And it's usually the easier way, too. You like, should have like made that way, deal from the very people. jump. But you, right. but you shorted a nigga is what happened. You should have right. gave them that di- opportunity from the jump. But you didn't right. know if it was going to work or not. And you didn't want to invest that kind of money into a nigga. Right. And even not just Joe Butter, but even his cast, too. Like, Maul, Rory, Parks, all of their yeah, shit, too. Shit. So it's yeah. just like, that's just not fair to them. Like, you're really taking away your freedom to be able to do, you know, other things. And, and so they, I think they made the right decision for their brand. I think so, too. To, to stay. They got a lot of backlash for that. It's, it's well, because it's like, they, they, they brought this up beautifully, I think. I feel like there's two sides um, to this, you got the the independent people, the people who are okay with saying no to a check mm. to to get a bigger bag later, and then you got some people who's like, no, you need to integrate, you need to, you need to, you, you know, need what to get mean? to it now. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like they call it like Professor X and um, and Magneto, or okay. like MLK and Malcolm X. Like okay. it's like they're. They both want the same kind of success and but the same goal for their people and stuff like that, and they mean well. But they just have two different ways of going about it. Mm-hmm. And I see Joe Budden as being more of like a Magneto, Malcolm X figure, and Charlemagne mm-hmm. will be like that MLK, that, you know, Professor <laughs> Xavier person. Because Charlemagne, they kind of... Uh, they kind of was beefing. Yeah, um, I was wondering it. what was going on with that. So basically, Charlemagne was throwing shade on Joe Budden. Was just like, you know, maybe Joe doesn't know how to negotiate a deal. Like, you know, maybe he just has issues with um, working out with people. You know, completing contracts and stuff like that. He's like, you just don't know how to negotiate well. Now, and, Charlemagne to me, I felt like in the beginning he was a little bit more uh, what's the word authentic in the mm-hmm, beginning, mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Joe Budden is still like true to himself and authentic. Like whether we like 
it or not from the beginning to now. But now mm. Charlamagne to me is like an ass kisser. Like he kind of like a get with now to me. I feel like he's very pol politically political. correct, yeah. and he wasn't always like that. Like I don't know. It's like his his approach to things is now like different. At first, it's like he kind of it was felt authentic and transparent and now it seems like everything is very like Staged. yes yeah money will change you even <laughs> how he well. is like even how he he sits how he talks now yeah. it's like mm -hmm. and they love him you know what i mean the, like white media loves him too of, you know what uh, I mean? of course it looks like you can tell there's been a yeah. shift like yeah, i don't absolutely. keep up with him but i remember how he was in the beginning i would tune in every exactly. now and again now it's like i don't even like how i don't like your posture no more yeah, and that's crazy you said that, too, because I used to be real heavy on, like, Breakfast Club interviews and yes. stuff like that. And now I'm transitioning. I care more about the Joe Budden podcast and podcasting more yeah. than do those kind of things now. It's like maybe, yeah. But um, Charlemagne also recently came with a deal with iHeartRadio. He, the Breakfast Club is under iHeartRadio. Mm -hmm. iHeartRadio is just like Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. They, they're their own brand, and they're trying to get into this podcasting game as well, too. So they negotiated a deal with Charlemagne to create a new uh, black uh, radio podcast platform for black creators um, going into podcasting. Okay. Now, they the, the <clears throat> way how it's split is supposed to be 50-50. 50% -50. 50 iHeartRadio, 50% Charlemagne. So... Um, I can't imagine splitting a damn thing with anybody <laughs> exactly. ever again. And that's, what's and that's just exactly. where I'm at in my level of entrepreneurship. It's just like... How dare me make it to this level for me to still be talking about splitting a goddamn yeah. thing with anybody? When right. I'm down here and I split shit with nobody. Right. Can't imagine that becoming a thing when I get more popular. Like, mm -hmm. what? Right. So that's that's the whole controversy right there. You know what I mean? It's like, who's right, who's wrong? Or is there a right, is there a wrong? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Absolutely there's a goddamn wrong. <laughs> like, I, the fuck? I'm going to do this by myself? Why he not believing that he can do this by himself? Like, like create his own black podcast? And network? just do it from the... Like, just fuck it. Like, but yeah, see, you got to take some... House, way. You know, this is exactly <laughs> yeah. what Kanye said. You know what I mean? Kanye wanted... Kanye got with Adidas, partnered with them. Jordan partnered with Nike. You know what I mean? And he started naming all these other, you know, big people who collabed to be able to do things. They have more resources. Than, they have more resources. They have more and push. And it's timing, too, though. Yeah. It's 2020 now. Exactly. No, you're right. You're like, right. Like, come on now. When that's Kanye, what he was, and look how Kanye did his deal. He don't have a 50-50 shit about nothing. Like, right. that's him. Right. That's a mm -hmm. fact. That's him. Like, these deals are not, are trash. I'm not saying I can't collab. I can't make deals with nobody. But it's never going to be a majority of nothing going out the right. door to nobody. Right. Because that's how they do to it. Like, nobody. this is my shit. I own it. Now, we can partner. We can collab. We can do these kind of things. But you're not going to take ownership of my... That's of, why, me? of me? That's why Kanye left Mike. Nike, yeah. yeah, they was taking. And Kanye is still having issues with Adidas and Gap right now because he, you know, he still wants to be able to have a seat at the table uh, of their board and stuff like that. That was another thing he uh, he tweeted about as well too. And so, this just comes with about entitlement. When it comes mm -hmm. to the deal in the business, it's not really a problem there. But now that you right. got your foot in the door, now you want to sit at the table with them. Now, right. come on now, let's be realistic. We got to stop wanting to sit at the table with them. Right, build our own damn table. Yeah, like, like can better. we build a table? <laughs> I mean. The, the amount of money and resources that our people like people don't realize like black people in America itself, we have one of the largest GDPs, like than the top ten countries. Like if black people all got together with their money, we would be the seventh wealthiest nation on the planet. 
Yeah, we need to be like China. The way their economy is growing, it's like real hush if you don't know about um, mm-hmm. economics and stuff yeah. like that. But to say that they've been through so much and they've been making it's everything so in the whole wide world the for the, my whole yeah. entire motherfucking life and how much bigger they are in comparison to the United States of America and how we are leading the economy for no reason, just because we've been, we got a head start stealing. Right. <laughs> with that free labor. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like exactly. black people, we need now. to stop trying to sit at the table with them, learn our place. We we're not their equal. They stole. It's gonna take some time for us to catch up and we need to stop trying to catch up today. Right. Like we need to pull a China and just sit back and just chill until we get there. Like let's set our let's set our uh our children's children, our children's children up for success. That's why I find it very interesting why China and Africa have so close relations. Now, you know what I mean? Like, America could have partnered with China. Um, Europe, you know what I mean? Europe uh, could have partnered with, with, I mean, U.S. could have partnered with Africa. Um, the U.K. could have partnered with Africa. All these people who colonized these countries and stuff like that could have made right, could have done better. But, no, they're still bleeding these countries dry. They still keep some of the stuff that they stole. They're still taxing people. Like, how dare you take my land, go back over... Say, okay, y'all can have your freedom, but um, by the way, you got to give us 10% of everything that you do in order to keep your freedom. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, colo- like, colonization is evil shit, y'all. That shit is evil, man. Like, in, in Nigeria right now, they're still teaching British history in Nigeria. This shit is crazy, though. Like, this is really let's, crazy. Let's, let's keep it a bang. Uh, the UK, Europe, and stuff is America. They just yeah. kind of like, yeah. kinda Amer- they just like say, oh, we'll just give you America, and here's right. the uh, Statue of Liberty, and we, we see you later. Like, yeah. But we still, for the longest time, was, no, man, history is something else. It's, it's something else. But, hey, we can't harp so much on the past, but what we can do is learn from it. Understand your history so you can know where you're going in the future. Um, and yeah, man, that was a good, that was a good little, <laughs> <laughs> I probably didn't um, do this like once a month. I, I do too. Yeah. I, like, I like this talking with y'all sometimes, yeah, you know what I mean? Cool. Like, we love our guests, you know, we love when we have guests on and stuff like that, but you know, I love talking to her on Ball Chat Vision that sometimes. I we need just need you to get and your boo to be on this. Ooh. Some bullshit like this. <laughs> nah, that's, that's corny. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. What is it? <laughs> Just a random couple of pictures. Uh, like, one of corny pictures. Yeah. <laughs> well, how was your trip, man? Talk about that. Oh yeah, y'all. He just got off the plane like five minutes ago. Yeah. It, was, it was five hours ago, but <laughs> <laughs> they said we not live no more. Yeah, I just put it back on. Are we? Are we back on now? Yeah. No. Are we not? It says we on. It says we're live. There you go. Okay, we're live. Yeah. Welcome back, IG. Um, we're back live on IG. Uh, sorry for that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I went to Mexico. Um, every time you talk about it, listen to the tone. <sighs> Tell us what happened, man. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, so I'll talk about some of the positive things first. Um, we went, um, like the speedboat, uh, we did a speedboat. Uh, around Cancun and the water. It was really, really nice. It was fun. We was going real fast on the water, you know, jet ski life. Yeah, I've seen that on your Nothing cool. you never did before, though. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know. You've done it? I've done jet skis before, like like single jet skis, like okay. in Jamaica. But this was like um, me and my girls, uh, like it was like a two-passenger boat. Okay. Uh, just, uh, jet ski type of situation. Like speedboat? 
Who yeah. was driving? You was driving? We both took turns driving. You okay. know, she liked to drive, too. Okay, you know, okay. We had to give her her, her <laughs> jump. So we both enjoy driving. I almost died when she drives. But, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, she's a very good driver. I just like, you know, choking on the ride with her. Certified. Don't downplay her. She's oh, yeah. a driver. Oh, yeah. She's, she's certified. A driver. Certified. Um, so we had fun with that. We also, she we had scuba diving as well, too. So we got to see. You did that like, before? I've never done scuba diving before. Really? Mm-hmm. Why are you yeah. doing Jamaica? That's why everybody doing Jamaica. I know, like, I know. It's like, whenever we go scuba diving, it's like never, like, intentional. Like, we'll be doing something else. We'll be like, oh, we got scuba diving here. It's like, well, I don't have my swimming trunks right now. Oh, so, okay. You know, it, it's always that. Like, I definitely will. <laughs> oh, um, we're talking about football. We haven't talked about football. Yeah. Football, football. I don't really care about football like that. <sighs> The, we can talk about basketball. The Washington football. Oh yeah, let's talk about basketball. <laughs> yeah, y'all lost too. What's he you talking about? <laughs> yeah, y'all lost. To, y'all got crushed. Too. Hey, first of all, we played the Cardinals. That's a formidable opponent. Okay. We didn't okay, get we we played a uh, really good team too. We, play? we oh. played the Rams. L.A. Rams. Okay. Yeah. They're good, bro. Now they are good. They are pretty good. They are pretty good. The Rams and Chargers. Have hey, y'all seen that stadium? That new stadium in LA they just built. I heard it's it's a, nice. Oh my! It's a five billion dollar stadium that they just built there. Let me show you guys. I think it's called the Low Five. It's just so much money everywhere, and it's just so everywhere. many hungry people. Right. <laughs> I don't understand what is going on. So far, this shit is insane. Look at that goddamn mega <laughs> whatever. This shit is huge. Wasn't the Rams with St. Louis at first? Yeah, the Rams were in St. Louis and the Chargers were in San Diego. And they moved they moved both of those teams to L.A. Why? I don't know. I don't like it. That's but, so but, dumb. But it's just like New York. You know, you got the Jets and the Giants. You know what I mean? I guess this is a big market out there. I guess it, a lot of people weren't coming to the games. I, I don't see that. Though. I, don't like, under, I don't understand it, to be honest with you. I need yeah. somebody to explain it to me. Yeah, somebody like to explain that to me. Because people come out for football games. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think that St. Louis, they weren't making that much money in St. Louis. I know the owner was anxious to get up out of there. Like, he really wanted to get the fuck up out of there. And damn. the people in St. Louis were like, damn. Can you get the people in St. Louis were like heartbroken when they found out they yeah, don't want to leave. That's messed up. Yeah, and then San Diego. San Diego is a dope city. I love San Diego, California. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they would leave, but I guess opportunity with this stadium. Um, there's a lot of things that uh, you could do with a stadium like this. I mean, imagine the Super Bowl here. Imagine the concerts, concerts here yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's so many events and things that you could do here. Um, that'll bring money. So I guess it's just an investment strategy. Okay. But um, yeah, football. Um, the Washington loss. Don't really care for football. Not did, gonna did you me. see uh, the Cowboys game? In I did. I heard it one by one. Shit. I didn't watch the entire <laughs> game. Right. I was watching it. Of course, the first quarter was crazy. I yeah. was like, oh, what the fuck is good? the turnovers? It's like something was on the ball. Something was on the field. Like yo, that they did an onside kick. They didn't even put the football on the tee. They just literally just laid it on the ground. Laid it on the ground. We uh, <laughs> went the past the ten yards, and then the Falcons special team—they were boxing out, not just looking at the football, not doing shit. It's like <laughs> y'all don't understand. You're supposed to go get that. You're supposed that to go get that. That was the whole game, though. They, look, they were just playing crazy. I, when I looked at the score, because I had went to get my feet done like towards like the third quarter, and mm-hmm. I left. And when I checked the score and seen they won by one, I said, I asked Ryan because that's his team. Uh-huh. I was like, y'all, the first uh, first quarter. 
like seven minutes in, it was already three turnovers and two. They had converted to like two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Y'all coming back?" He was like, yeah. "I doubt it. I doubt." It. I was like, "Damn, you don't even got faith in your own right. team." And as soon as they win, we're going to the Super Bowl. All right. That's what that's what all those Cowboys were right. saying about y'all. I swear, uh, they are so delusional. I had faith in them. I was like, you know, like they could come back. It's not. It's only the first quarter, so yeah. they turning up like this in seven minutes. Right. Cowboys. And you saw what we did to the Eagles last week. Y'all <laughs> just like the Dallas Cowboys. So nah, delusional. Nah, we're realistic. We're realistic. Like, nah, y'all. When y'all get a win, y'all be like, all right, we back on to the playoffs. Yeah, my whole team is the Ravens. I don't watch sports like that no more. I only yeah. tuned in because Ryan was watching. And sports is not the same no more. Like, nothing is the same to me anymore. Basketball has like, been tough. I like basketball. I couldn't watch it. I tried to get into basketball again this year. Because I used to really be heavy on watching the sports back mm -hmm. in the day. Like, growing up. Even, like, into some of my adulthood. And as I've been working for myself, I'm like, I don't have time for this. Then I tried this year. Yeah. COVID kind of slowed me down. I had a little bit more time. But no fans being there. And that whole virtual screen. Yeah, that's, me that's still weird for me. Never looked at it again after that. Couldn't <laughs> Football, yeah. they actually got a few fans in the state, in the, uh, the crowd, and I like yeah. that. Some of, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm actually, this is the first year since Kaepernick, since 2016, that I feel comfortable watching football again. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, I know football is like, it's life, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, was, it was hard, man, because I, I but I'm really glad that, you know, Roger Goodell and some of these people uh, went back on what they were saying and realized that, okay, yeah, there's a real problem um, with police brutality and, mm -hmm. and black people not being treated fairly. We recognize that now. And I like the initiative that they have been taking in the NFL this year, letting the players take knees, letting them wear Black Lives Matter on their helmets, um, you know, putting George Floyd up on – you know, the intercom mm -hmm. at the Minnesota Vikings Stadium. Doing doing little things. They're commercials as well, too. They're, they're funding the money being put in place. The things that Jay-Z and the NFL got together to do, they're doing it. Right. Um, they're putting their money where their mouth is, and they're taking action, which is it's just good to see. Um, now, is it going to fix everything overnight? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the fact that they're like, okay... We were wrong. You guys are right. This is what we're going to try to do to fix the, the issue. And it's a step forward. You don't so. ever feel like they just do that just to tell us what we want to hear? That's how I take it every single time. And it's fine. I don't never take it like they're doing anything. Right? And, this, and, this my, and this is the thing, too. Even if it's politics, I don't need it to be genuine. Let's not get that twisted. I don't care if Roger Goodell, if Roger, uh, Goodell or these owners don't give a shit about black people and, and they're mad about it or whatever. But the fact that you have to... Yeah. You know, let these players express themselves, be themselves, um, and and speak about social injustices is what matters to me. I don't I don't care about the personal shit. I'm black people. We gotta stop getting personal with these people. It's not personal. Can we just start our own league? Man, like, I don't understand. All I know shit. is all. Can we just do it on our own? Can we just do it on our own? Can we just do it on our own? That would be tough, though. We did do it. <laughs> can we just United, leave? United can we just leave? leave? No, but can we just yeah. leave? Can we just take our talents and just and leave? South, I mean, not South Beach, South Africa. <laughs> yeah, just leave. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. We are so fucking scary. Now, this is the thing, but, okay. 
when people say lead, they're going to lead, like, leave where? And no, I like, mean, like, literally take our talents and create our own football teams. Yeah, I mean, we... Our own league and play our own games and just be I the feel, best athletes that we can be and... They ain't going to leave the money. Well, you know, but we got to stop asking for their money. That's, right, that's, that's why the they that's keep the beating us. We like cats. We just keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. We're on it. Well, you got some players, like, I forgot the, the young kid's name, uh, the All-American uh, a kid that... Um, what, the Howard? Well, he's not. He's he, going to Howard. He's going to Howard. Yeah, but you know he could he could have went to any, you know, top tier sport college that he wanted to, but he was like, no, nah, I'm going to HBCU. That is huge. The more and more that we take our talents to our own places and stuff like that, and make that cool, stuff like creating our own league could be more possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now they're gonna want to stop that at any means. That's it. They do not want that shit to happen like that. You're, you're hurting their pockets at that we point. We need to start in Texas with the kids and stuff like that and stop telling them that the goal is the NBA, the NFL. Like, that's not the goal. Like, stop. Yeah. We got to change the yeah. whole trajectory of our culture so that we we can't keep doing the same thing expecting different results. Yeah, that's insane. We put our little black kids on the field, hope to making it to the big leagues. The big leagues is the NFL. Like, why can't we have other leagues that we're trying and aspiring to get to? Right, because and why can't we highlight those? Why aren't we doing that? There's not a single black owner in the NFL. Not, not a single not, one. Not a single one. And then this is a, this is the hidden racism that you guys don't know. They there's a uh, you can't become an NFL owner unless all the unless all the owners agree on on a new person coming in. You you can't join that club. If and the, why is if it a club? Money. Why exactly. isn't it business? Because it's a because. Why isn't it like that's the that's the shit. That's that shit. America is a business. America is a business. See, we getting back on that conversation. We're really in the type of way. Because that's what needs to be talked about. Y'all need to stop being pussy. Like I'm trying to tell y'all. Like all of us. When I say y'all, I mean us. Like we need to stop being pussy. Like seriously. We think defensively. We need to start being offensive. We need to start thinking a shift is happening, a switch is happening, but nobody told us, ready, set, go, or like, okay, we could do this now. We only been technically free, fully free, for 50 years. Let that sink in. We all know somebody that's 50 years old right now. Nope. They weren't allowed to, do, to, to live in certain neighborhoods. They weren't allowed to get certain jobs. They weren't allowed to get paid the same way. They weren't allowed to get this, that, the third. 50 years ago. 50 that's not a long time. See, you pissing me off again. <laughs> so, so to all you dumb motherfuckers who are out there saying that we all have the uh, a same fresh start, like, oh, look at LeBron or look at Oprah, those are anomalies. You got 1,000 Oprahs and already. And half of them are pick-me niggas. Let's also, right. like, let's be clear. Like, they're not getting it. And because... all of them got money from us. Our labor. Our shit. Us. I want my reparations. I don't want equality no more. Run me my shit. That's how I feel. Run me my shit. That's it. Like, like That's it. you owe us. The United Nations have came in. It's like, yo, uh, U.S., uh, y'all got a problem here. <laughs> the United Nations have came together. It's like, yeah, um, America, you kind of owe like $700 trillion in reparations to these people. Like, y'all going to do anything about it? And they're just like, nah. Because we ain't making that much nah. noise. We making noise. Right. We making marches and shit like that. Ain't nobody demanding the specifics. Exactly. We all hush-hush and we not confident on our stand of asking for what we want and what we deserve. Like, when we speak on a reparation, you should be proud to ask for your reparation. Right. It shouldn't be, well, y'all can give us some reparations. Right. No, like, 
there's people well, who are, the reparations. Right. Don't think that you're too prideful to talk about reparations. People, there are some black people out here who have that mentality. Oh, we don't need anything. We do it. Us. We, we don't need. That's pride speaking right there. If the Japanese, the Chinese, the Native American, the Jews, all these other people and groups have re have received reparations from this country, and we're the only ones who haven't, that is a problem. How is it that black people are the only people who have not received reparations this, thus far, and all these other groups have? That is crazy. Mm -hmm. And they know it's crazy. And that's why they, I already know, they're not going to give it to us. They already, they made that clear. Multiple times. They don't give a fuck. No, I think they will when we no, start taking Camilla. a stand. I because feel like we haven't... We as the people haven't. Right. We I, haven't. We, we haven't, haven't demanded it. We haven't asked about it. It hasn't been the topic it, long enough. It, right. So think about the presidential election, right? When we started having all like these... Like Obama. Obama. No, after Obama. Why, why did he speak on that? He, like, he can't. That was one of those taboo topics. Like, yeah, you, J. Cole, that, that J. Cole was asked him, J. Cole asked him about that when they had to talk. He said, you know, politics. But this, anyway, this this right here, with the when we had all those Democratic nominees coming in to try to go against Trump. One of the main speaking points when they, come, when they were coming to talk to black people, when they came to the Breakfast Club or, or anything like that, they asked them, what are you going to do for black people in America? Not minorities. Black people. What are you going to do? you support reparations? These were all the questions that we were asking. We were asking the right questions for a while. And I'm like, okay, bet. Then what happened? We chose Biden. Biden chose Kamala Harris. And that goes away. Everything now is just vote now. Oh, we got a, we got criminal justice. We got people getting locked up. We got police shooting people. We got to vote. That we've been saying that shit since the '80s, nigga. Since the '80s, the same thing. So we're gonna vote. We're gonna get Biden in office, and I, we're gonna we better hold that nigga accountable. Because if we don't hold that nigga accountable, shit don't get done in those four years. Fuck it. How I feel. No, I feel like. He's going to do, he's going to let us down. And I feel like I'm going to, like, I just feel like at that point in time, like, we need to start getting ready for the next election. Like, we've been asleep for long <laughs> enough. And we got four years, y'all. I don't care about it no more. And I want my reparations. And that's the problem with all you niggas. Y'all keep acting like it's not a big fucking deal. I want mine. And I need y'all to want it too so that yeah, we can get it. It's no, possible, but you can't keep thinking necessary. that it's not necessary. Right. Or that it's not tangible. Anything that we thought the thought is possible. Right. It's there. The money's already they showed us with COVID that exactly. the money is there. You should have gave it. a white person a dime. They print money out for free, nigga. They right. print that shit out where they want. They print they have the money. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. So Cause they, they know the they know the T too. They they know something about us that we don't even know about exactly. ourselves. Exactly. They know about us better than we know about ourselves. And that's a fact. The that's, what the part that they erase out of history is something that we'll never know to the full extent. Right. There's nobody alive to even speak on it. Right. And our black folks is not really passing down that much ancestry either. Like right. we do not like we've been so separated and divided from our families too that we yes. don't even know about ourselves, but they know. They the know. tea. They know it all, and we got to get back to it. That's why I'm, I'm not. Go ahead, doing some beat right now. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, stand up for people. Cut people off when, like, when he talks, like he don't even care. I'm no, you need to care. 
You need to care. Everybody, stand up for what you believe in. Right. Be yeah. confident on your on your ground and where you stand, and right. speak on it. Stop being quiet. We always so quiet. Yeah. Okay. And reparations doesn't always have to just be money too. Even but I want I, that I would, too. I would, I would, I would a lot. It. Yeah, actually, the most. actually for us, it should be <laughs> it should be money and, and, and like money should be like the easy part. Yeah, the money is the easy part for real. Which what and this is what a lot of people. I'm think not of. asking you to dig up my family's ancestry and put us in the history books because we deserve that too. Right. And then Killer Mike said one thing too, and and I'm I'm okay with this too. It's like all right, land is the best way to um, to establish wealth in a community and and, and, and things. They knew this. This is why they didn't want to give us land in the first place. So, what they should do is give us some land. Yeah. Some land. Some just some land, and yo, we're good. You know what I mean? We could be cordial, just like how and this is, and people don't think that this is crazy because this is what they do. <laughs> when when the French were over here, the Spanish were over here, and the British were over here. America was three colonies in one landmass. You had the Spanish, the French, and the British over here. They had to work out territories. They they still are working out territories in Africa and in your in Asia. They're still doing that. So don't think that it's crazy. I think that they need to carve out some territory for for black people in America who um, were descendants of slaves in this country. And I think that that would be a humi- uh, humongous start. But I know a lot of people are, think that that's too controversial. Like oh segregation. Like you want to start saying, this so over? New white folks that didn't do nothing. Yeah, it's just like it's not my fault. Y'all folks didn't leave y'all shit. Sorry. Right. Like period. Point blank. Poo. Like they didn't leave you nothing. Sorry, our folks ain't had nothing to leave us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys enjoyed that amazing talk with um, E Money and uh, Jabila Hurl Boss and Chad Visionary. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I know I did. Yeah, there's. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, there's so many topics that we can get into, and and let us guys let us know uh, what you guys think. Um, tell us in the comments below how, how you guys feel. Do you feel like we need reparations? Do you want your reparations? You, what are you willing to do to get them? Right. How what do you how do you feel about you know the, the election coming up? How do you feel about all the things, all the topics that we talked about? Um, yeah, hit us up in the DM. Hit hit us up on YouTube. Uh, like, comment, subscribe to the video. Please. Uh, all the people listening to the Apple Podcast, don't forget to scroll down and hit five stars for us. We really appreciate that. Shout out our international viewership, you know, all the people out hey. there around you. the world, you know what I mean? We appreciate you guys listening to us every episode. And yeah, that's it. We all good? right. Thank you guys right. for tuning in. We'll check. We'll see you guys next week. All right, this is Top Pill. I'm E-Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. And I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Top Pill Podcast. Um, take one. Action one. <laughs> <laughs> Top, 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 top. Top, 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 top. Top, 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 top. I'm your boy E Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionaire. And I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. And we are Top Hill Pod. And we bring you guys the top news in the culture. Top new albums and singles of the week. And top businesses. If you guys are interested in promoting your business on our show, just hit us up in the DM. Or you can go ahead and email us at tophillpod at gmail.com. 
Alright, so check us out on any streaming platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or Google. You can also check us out at YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Or you can tune in live on IG or Facebook to join the conversation. And this is Tom Bill. <laughs> we out! <laughs> Peace. Peace.